Patrick Beverly had his first practice with the Chicago Bulls and afterwards had a press in which we got to know a little bit more about his mindset, about why he joined the team, what he plans on bringing to this team. And we got to hear from Zach Levine and Billy Donovan also. We're going to break that all down, plus talk about the Javante Green injury right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, this is pretty much going to be an update video. Not a lot of Bulls news out there. And this kind of is what it is when you're in the All-Star break and the Bulls have been off for almost seven days at this point. So it kind of is what it is. But we did get a, I, I, I struggle to call it a presser. It was more like a media availability after Patrick Beverly's um, first practice with the Chicago Bulls. And I'm just going to read a couple of quotes from Patrick Beverly. He says, my voice is always the same. I echo the same thing. That's all I'm about winning. I don't echo, give me the ball. I don't echo, I want to do it my way. My echo has been winning and impacting winning at any level. The way I play, I run through a wall for, for any team. This is even more. It's the city where I'm from, so I don't know what might happen. I might pull some shit out, of, out I never did before. I'm super stoked. Can't wait to get started. This is good energy, fresh energy. Now, the thing is, you guys know, I'm a lifelong Chicago Bulls fan. I live and breathe the Chicago Bulls. And when people are happy and excited to come to this team, it does bring a different feel. On top of that, being from the city as Patrick Beverly is, shout out to the West Side, by the way, um, it's it, it, it's just that much more important to be able to, you know, to have somebody who wanted to be here. And in this, you know, media availability, he also talked about Billy Donovan and how, you know, Billy Donovan, he played against him in college and he's, he's kind of really seeing Really singing the praises of Billy Donovan, which, you know, considering where we are as a as a Bulls fandom right now on head coach Billy Donovan, you don't hear very much positive about it. You know, uh, the, the, the tension reportedly between him and Zach Levine and things like that. Patrick Beverly could come in and be kind of a calming factor for that. And it is good to see that he does want to play with coach Billy Donovan. And really, honestly, it seems like players have a high regard for Billy Donovan even though you know us that watch the team night in and night out we kind of have a difference of opinion we see how he doesn't use players to the best of their ability in the rotations and things like that but at least for now Patrick Beverly comes in excited about where he's playing excited about who he's playing for and with and as I've said before hopefully that changes the body language around the team hopefully this changes the um the thought process around the team and just how the, the team has seemed dejected in many times in the, in the last 20 games or so. So hopefully that energy kind of changes things around a little bit. This is just, it, it was fun to see, um, you know, him saying that he wants Zach Levine to focus on scoring. Like, don't pass the ball. Don't pass the ball. It's my job to get the ball to you. You score. And then Zach, even when he came out, he's like, yeah, well, Pat doesn't want me to, uh, to pass at all. You know, it just, they have a level of camaraderie uh, with each other already. And they haven't even played a single game together. And I do think that that, is what the benefit of bringing in veterans midseason does is that they can come in and kind of slot in. They understand the role. They understand what they do. They understand what they can bring and offer a team. And, you know, hearing in this as well, it's Zach Levine saying that he tried to recruit and bring Pat Beverly here a year or two ago, which is crazy to hear and think. Um, so, you know, he, he says that, you know, he's just somebody you hate to play against, but love as a teammate. And those are the type of players that we do love here in Chicago. And I do, I don't really have any doubt about Pat Beverly and what he's bringing. I think what he does well is things that we do need on the team. Now, the thing around the Pat Beverly signing overall is when you hear people, you know, be down on and things like that is that he doesn't really bring a lot of what we know that we needed, uh, you know, coming into the season. And, and those things haven't been addressed, but at least the point guard play. 
um, the, the, the level of intensity he's going to play with, whether he starts or comes off the bench. And that's another thing that Billy Donovan said, you know, trying to find a role for Patrick Beverly. Is it going to be starting? Is it going to be coming off the bench? Um, you know, and that's from the head coach, Billy Donovan. But when you look at what the lineup could be for the Chicago Bulls, we could have a time where it's Alice Caruso, Patrick Beverly out there, um, you know, Javante, whenever he does come back, which you have an update on Javante later, Andre Drummond, you know, bringing in Kobe White, Derrick Jones, or anything like those are that's going to be a tough rotation, whether he's starting or coming off the bench, you know, throwing Dalen Terry in there as well. I do like that uh, aspect of it. And I do think that there is a slimmer of, of, of a chance that Patrick Beverly signing may resign in the offseason, depending on what else this team does. If they end up having to move an Alice Crusoe just for the financial aspect to get some more things back. You have a Patrick Beverly now in there who's not nearly the defender or disruptor that Alice Crusoe is, but you could look at at the things that he does bring and those being things that you need to keep on this team. So, you know, it was it was just an interesting presser um, or media availability after practice. It's good that the Bulls are back in the building. They're practicing. They play again tomorrow on Friday. So, you know, that's going to be uh, interesting to see just how this new look team um, comes together and things like that. But Patrick Beverly is excited to be here. And, and that excitement is felt. It's felt in everything that he's released. He, you know, he released something um, being outside the Chicago sign, just talking about coming to this team. You can tell that he's excited to be back home. And so what that means, hopefully that translates to some wins for the Chicago Bulls. They face a team tomorrow in Brooklyn, which we'll preview that game tomorrow morning. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily ex- expecting Pat to have these huge numbers, and that would be ridiculous to expect that. But again, sometimes the energy, things like that can change and help help the team a lot as they look to hopefully go on a stretch to end the season if they are really trying to get into the playoffs. So, you know, that that was some interesting tidbits and things to kind of look at. I think overall, for me, uh, just seeing and, and hearing it and hearing Zach, like Pat is going to talk. Now, is that talking going to resonate with the players? That's the thing that I've always questioned. And that's the thing that, you know, you're not going to know that right away. Right? We're not going to know that immediately if that's going to help, if it's not going to help. But, you know, at, at least for right now, some exciting times around the Chicago Bulls. And hopefully Patrick Beverly maybe can come in and help motivate this team. Just pick this team's spirits back up. This has been a team that has really seemed broken in a lot of ways for the most part of the season. Yeah, they've had their stretches, right? They had a four-game winning streak. They've had their stretches where it's like, hey, maybe they can come out of it. But they're always fought and met back with getting punched in the face, and then their body language changes again. You know, the Bulls have 23 games left on this season. Uh, we'll see how many of those 23 games that they can win. I think if the Bulls if the Bulls have want to have any hope, any hope of, of avoiding the play-in, they have to win between 18 and 20 of those games, and that's just not likely. Could it happen? Yeah, we've seen, on, we've seen teams go on, on stretches like that. But, you know, th- this team has to be locked in, and, you know, we'll see what, what it ends up doing and coming out um, from this team, but if they can win 15 to 18 games over the back half of the season, this remaining 23, um, it really does change some things. But like I said before, nothing changes what needs to happen in this offseason for the Chicago Bulls. And I still very much maintain that thought process. It doesn't change what needs to happen in the offseason, but we'll see. Now, in this practice as well, DeMar DeRozan, Alice Crusoe, Goran Dragic, Derek Jones Jr., all were full participants in practice. These are players that have been sitting, missing games here and there. Um, so, you know, that, at least if the Bulls can also come out of this all-star break, relative, fully healthy, because we know we're not having Lonzo. Seems like uh, Javante, we got an injury update on him that isn't too promising. But, um, you know, if this team can come out uh, close to full health, have that that have all those players available, 
we can see what this team can really get rocking and rolling. That probably will mean Daylon Terry is not getting minutes for this team. Just want to go ahead and preface that now. Um, and I know a lot of Bulls fans are hoping that Billy Donovan finds a way to keep Daylon Terry in the rotation. I'm telling you now, it's probably not likely. But if he does crack that rotation, the young man's going to be ready. Um, so we'll see what that means. We'll see what it means for this team, what they do. And hopefully, you know, everyone being relatively healthy, um, we can hit the ground running on the back portion of the season. I got to stop saying half. We are so far past the halfway mark of this season. Now, we did get a discouraging update. At least I took it as that from uh, on Javante Green from head coach Billy Donovan. He's really the only one that's transparent with these. So Javante was initially given a four to six week period to be reevaluated. After that six-week period went by, we didn't hear anything. It's been a month since that six-week period went by. We got an update yesterday from head coach Billy Donovan. He says Javante Green uh, has been running in his rehab process, but he's still a couple of weeks away from being cleared for contact. So what does that mean? If you look at it, saying a couple of weeks, the Bulls have six games over the, over the next couple of weeks. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That would mean that Javante Green would come back with 17 games left in the season. Now, we said it before. That is more than enough time to get back in rhythm, get ready for the playoffs, things like that. But there is a chance like that's just cleared for contact, right? It could be another week before he's cleared and ready to go. And then at that point, you have to start asking yourself like, okay, is Devontae going to have enough time to really get in rhythm if the Bulls especially are only a play-in team, right? If they have to go through that play-in tournament. But I mean, we want Devontae back healthy. So whatever amount it's going to take, key thing is, is being back healthy when you get out there on the court. But again, this is another situation in which we get a four to six week time period and it's going to be basically triple that by the time we actually get Javante Green back. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate and it sucks that he lost this much of a season, especially in a contract year. I think sometimes we forget that this is a contract year for Javante Green. He's 29 years old. He's going into unrestricted free agency for the first time in his career and being a player that has shown he can make an impact off the bench. Now, what? how does this affect Javante Green and his pending contract status? I would say this, if Javante does come back and he looks like Javante, it's not going to affect him much. There's still going to be a team, and even if he doesn't, there's still probably going to be a team willing to bet all of, if not part, of their mid-level exception on the Javante Green, especially if that team is already a near contending or contending team, and their only avenue to add talent to that roster is a mid-level exception. They could definitely look at Javante Green as being a defender, especially if you can actually play him, and it's more natural position of the two slash three, 
rather than the four. And that could be a player that could be a dog for a team. I still keep, I still have a low expectation on the Bulls' ability to, to keep Javante Green. That's unless they do some other things on the roster, just looking at things around. But I'm sure Javante and his agent are looking at this time period and this knee surgery that he had and thinking, dang, this, this, this had to happen now. Now, again, this could help the Chicago Bulls end up retaining him. And if it does do that, hey, shout out to, shout out to that. But you want to see Javante. You want to see players play on the court. You, you don't want to see people out with injury. It's not good for them. It's not good for the team. It's not good for the makeup and chemistry. And hopefully Javante can come back sooner rather than later. Um, but he needs to be healthy to do so. And if the Bulls do make the playoffs, Javante Green being healthy, coming off the bench, being the dog that he is, is going to be even more important for the Chicago Bulls in any type of playoff atmosphere and stretch. And talking about that, um, we're going to get into next, talking about where, uh, how the Chicago Bulls' outlook looks on actually making the playoffs. All right. And uh, so coming back, um, the Bulls right now, as we all know, they sit at six games or seven games, I think, um, below five, six games below 500. Um, and so right now, the question is, can, can the Chicago Bulls really crack that and get into the play? And they, they currently sit right now at two games out of the play-in behind the Toronto Raptors. So get them getting into the play-in is very feasible and something that can happen. But when you look at the teams that have improved this, the, the, in, in this trade deadline, this buyout market, you got the Miami Heat who added Kevin Love, right? They sit right now as the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. So that's a team that, at least on paper, they added some talent. It just really depends on how, what version of Kevin Love is able to come and play for that team. Look at the Atlanta Hawks. They just fired their coach, Nate McMillan. Does the firing of their coaches give them the shot in the arm that sometimes a new head coach in the middle of the season brings for a team? Sometimes we see these teams, the head coach gets fired and then they go on runs afterwards. Sometimes they crumble. So how's that going to uh, react for the, for the uh, Atlanta Hawks? Then the Washington Wizards, another team above the Chicago Bulls, sit at 28-30 and 30 on the season. Uh, they, they're 6-4 uh, and four over the last 10. They won two games in a row before the All-Star break. But this is a team that, at least to me, I'm looking at and saying, if the Bulls can play better, right? If the Bulls play better, they can definitely pass the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm not really worried about that. Kyle Kuzma was having a hell of a season. Um, Daniel Gafford is back into the starting lineup for that Washington Wizards team as well as they gear up for that playoff run. And then you have the Toronto Raptors, right, who made some moves. They brought in Jacopoto. Um, they didn't really break up that monotony. They still got uh, Fred Van Fleet on that, on that roster as well. Um, but this is a team that has been very much like the Bulls, up and down all season um, as well. Only two games above the Bulls. The Bulls absolutely can get back into the playing tournament. And I can see them knocking out the Wizards or the Raptors. We'll see what happens with the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat. But when you talk about them potentially getting into the playoffs outright, Right. And this is why I say the Bulls would have to go on such a, a, a major stretch to really get in and avoid that plan. And it's not really a, I, with the way that this team is played up and down. I don't necessarily hold that expectation for this team. But when you look at the New York Knicks, I think the New York Knicks have the potential to be one of the hottest teams coming out of this all star break. The Brooklyn Nets, you expect the Brooklyn Nets to drop some. But again, they have a young, scrappy team. Right. Um, so you, you really don't know how it's going to work out with the Brooklyn Nets. They are absolutely a team that could fall more so into that playing area. They sit right now at 10 games above 500. So, again, even if they fall, you, they're not falling out of the plan. They're still going to make the playoffs um, unless something drastically happens with that team. But I still look at that team as being a team that's way too talented um, to, to fall completely out of the plan. And they're well coached. And then you get into the top four. I don't expect the top four in the Eastern Conference 
to really change at all on the back end of the season. You got the Boston Celtics as number one, the Milwaukee Bucks in number two. They may flip flop a couple of times depending on what happens with Giannis's hand. Bobby Porter's coming back for that team. Can Chris Middleton stay healthy? Then you have the, the, the Philadelphia 76ers and Cleveland Cavaliers at the three and four spot. And those teams are playing, I think, way too good of basketball overall, even though there are some issues with those teams to where they're not going to fall. They may, again, flip-flop, but they're not going to fall completely out of the top four. I think that top four in the Eastern Conference is set. So the Bulls are really looking at the two New York teams, the Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Washington Wizards, Toronto Raptors. The Bulls are looking to beat to play better than at least two of those teams over the back stretch of the season and maybe one of those teams to go on a considerable losing stretch for the Bulls to really get back into that playoff spot and atmosphere. They're going to more than likely have to go through, through the play-in tournament either way. It really depends on how high they can get up in that play-in area. And, you know, if the Bulls come together, if they can stay relatively healthy over the back part of this season, if Billy Donovan actually coaches this team as well on the back half of the season, the Bulls can still make it. Now, again, as I've said before, it may all be for naught because, you know, my mindset, it doesn't change the work that needs to be done this offseason. It doesn't change what needs to change with this team in the offseason. But if AK and Eversley are focused on, hey, let's at least get into the plan. Let's at least try to get into the playoffs. And then we'll work out and see what we can do in this offseason. Hey, that's where it is. But I tell you what, um, I, I, you know, this... Our strength of schedule isn't too bad on the back half of the season either. So I don't want to act like, like we sit there and we have like this, this hugely hard schedule. We don't. But the way that the Bulls have played against sub-500 teams, being a sub-500 team themselves, the team can lose to anybody. Zach Levine said it himself. They could beat anybody, but they also can lose to anybody on any given night. So we really have to see how this team is going to step up, stand up over this back half of the season, and this is it. We are back. We, they had their chance. They had their rest. They had their time to figure some shit out if they did. And um, I think over the next, we got two games this week, we got Friday and Sunday, but over the next two weeks between when we come back Friday to next Sunday, between that area, the next 10 days, basically, how the Bulls play over these six games is going to tell us if they're even going to make the play-in tournament. That's just how I feel. If they continue this losing streak, we it, you can already ride it home, right? It's not going to be much for the Chicago Bulls, but let's see if this team, with the addition of Patrick Beverly, how much that heart and that new energy really does help them in carrying them through the season. And if they play better, they coach better. Um, we'll see what all happens with this team. But you guys can bet your bottom dollar. I'll be covering it right here on Chicago Bulls Central. You can follow us at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.